Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod on this Friday, January the 20th. Jimmy Buckley with you ahead of one of the biggest weekends in world football. I speak, of course, of the Scottish FA Cup fourth round during which all 12 premiership clubs enter the fray. And we've been blessed, as always, with an absolutely fascinating fixture list, which includes an Edinburgh derby between Hibs and Hearts, complemented beautifully, I would have thought, by the West of Scotland League Premier Division champions, Darvel hosting relative giants, Aberdeen. A match my co-host, Ken Rutherford, will no doubt have a very keen eye on. Welcome, Ken. Yeah, absolutely, James. I will indeed be uh, having a very keen eye on my Aberdonians going down to Darvel. Now, let's start. Uh, our, our listeners, our many listeners, our throngs are, are waiting for your geography lesson, James, because uh, the next 20 minutes will barely be... <laughs> A geography lesson of Scotland, as you've toured around there many times. Darvel is an Ayrshire, yep. Ayrshire, south, it's sort of on the outskirts of Glasgow to an extent, isn't it? Sort of south of Glasgow, a yeah. little village of no more than, what, 500 people? Yeah, I would imagine so, based on how big it looked on the map. It seems to be at a stone's throw from Kilmarnock, I suppose. That's the, yes. the closest big town and football club, I guess. Uh, and they're doing quite well as a club. Uh, as I say, reigning champions in the West of Scotland Premier Division and currently on top again in that division at the moment. So they welcome Aberdeen, the biggest match in their 133-year history, I would say by a country mile, and we'll get to that in a moment because there is some fascinating football ahead of us north of the border. But before we do that, we need to touch on the English Premier League, which is still on again this weekend, paling into insignificance almost compared with the Scottish Cup fourth round, but still important nonetheless. Uh, I saw Manchester United dropping a couple of points this morning, which is probably a frustrating result, Ken. Yeah, it was. They were denied a penalty in the, with about 10 minutes to go. McTominay went down and, uh, look, it's one of those, if you're a United supporter, you'd say it's a penalty every day of the week. If you're a Crystal Palace supporter, you'd say the complete opposite. And um depends on which side of the fence you sat on. I thought it probably was a penalty, of course, but... Uh, 2-0 it could have been. Uh, as it was, Palace scored a, a magnificent uh, goal from a free kick just outside the penalty area. Uh, Lisa, I think the guy's name is, left foot, top corner. Uh, De Gea, who'd, who'd had a marvellous game. Gee, a great save in the first half to deny Palace a 1-0 lead just before half-time. He was just nowhere to be seen in goal there. It was his top corner off the bar, side of the bar into the back of the net so great goal and probably a fair reflection to be fair of, of the game in total you not had its chances to be more prominent uh, in attack and, and didn't really make the use of its possession the the key stat out of the game is going to be the the suspension of Casemiro for the big game against Arsenal coming up on Monday morning I think it was Aust- Australian time he's racked up too many uh, yellow cards so he'll miss that game now and and look, uh, Coach Ten Hag had a chance to take off Casemiro towards the end of the game when he wasn't booked. Uh, he may rue to uh, regret that decision because Casemiro, when you talk to many United supporters, many followers of the, of the great game this season, and, and, and almost to a man, everyone undeniably 
glazed this, the success this season of United, the turnaround of its fortunes at the feet of Casemiro. He's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, now 3.30am Monday morning, that right. game, Man United travel to the league, leading Arsenal over to the Emirates Stadium there in North London. Arsenal, $1.83. Man U, $4 and a draw, $3.70. Huge and very important opportunity there for Manchester United to try and claw back a bit of ground on Arsenal, who are mm. now, I think they're eight points clear at the top. Yeah, it's a vital game. It's it's one of those games where you know, Man City supporters will be supporting United, as will Tottenham, <laughs> obviously, and... Everyone in the race will be. Look, United haven't beaten Arsenal at uh, the Emirates since the 2nd of December 2017 when they won 3-1. They've had a pretty solid record at home, the Gunners, against United. So, And the way they're going at the moment, um, gee, gee, they were good against Tottenham. I mean, they got the two good goals in the, in the first half. And defensively, the second half, when Tottenham did throw quite a few uh, attacks at them, they, they stood strong. And um, that hasn't necessarily been the Arsenal way over the last half a dozen years or so, has it? They've... Faltered uh, in those key moments and those key matches, particularly defensively. But this year they've got things going well. Mikel Arteta doing a magnificent mm. job down there in London from the Basque Country. From the Basque Country, that mm. is correct. Good to see uh, the Basque clubs down in Spain having a fantastic season. Real Sociedad and uh, of course Atletico Bilbao and also sooner actually just down the road. Mm who are based in Pamplona, playing some pretty good football too. Oh, they are. And uh, the derby, of course, the Basque derby was last weekend. I think Sociedad got home convincingly, I think, in the end over Bilbao. But just the stories, we've been talking about it off air, haven't we? And um, a small pocket of land in northern Spain, southern France even, and um, that's where they draw their players from. And it's uh, been an undeniable uh, grassroots area for, for football in that area. We'll run through these English Premier League fixtures quickly, Ken. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll run through the list and ask you for your best. But we've got Liverpool hosting Chelsea, Southampton v Aston Villa down on the south coast, Leicester versus Brighton, West Ham host Everton, Bournemouth hosting Notts Forest, Crystal Palace host Newcastle, Leeds fresh off a huge win in the FA Cup replay against mm. Cardiff Thursday morning. They host Brentford, Man City hosting Wolverhampton, Arsenal v United, as we've spoken about, and Fulham host Spurs. What do you like this weekend, Ken? Just, I looked at a couple of matches, James. Pretty keen on Leicester City this weekend, and and look, they've been one team who have been under a a lot of pressure, almost from day one in the Premiership this uh, 22-23 season. We know the owner has basically given uh, Brendan Rodgers very little money, the manager, to spend in the transfer market. They've had to make do. They've had to sell a few key players. Uh, the defender Fafana went to Chelsea as an example. Look, they've managed to hang on to Tillemans at sea during this transfer window if they do manage to. There's some sounds that he might go to to perhaps Arsenal. Um, but I think at home against Brighton. Now, Brighton Storm's been good. Gee, they were impressive against Liverpool. But interestingly here, James, the last 12 games Leicester City have played at home against Brighton. Leicester have won six, has been five draws and only one win to Brighton. And I thought the $3.50 mark around Leicester was about right and worth taking. But for safety, uh, maybe play the double chance. So Leicester City and the draw at $1.73. That's what I'm keen to do. The other matches I'm keen to have a look at, punters, is the Bournemouth um, Nottingham Forest game. Key match in the, potentially key match in the relegation struggles for both sides, although I don't think Nottingham Forest will be in that. Uh, have that dilemma to face in the next three or four months. I think they will escape that. Uh, their form has been very good of late. But I can see this being a cagey affair. I think it'll be low in goals. I'm going to both teams to score, Mark, and I'm going no. 
at a dollar eighty-seven. It's actually a dollar eighty-seven. The pair, the yes and the no. I'm going to go with the no. So throw it into your multi with Leicester and the draw at a dollar seventy-three and a dollar eighty-seven. And the straight out better like head to head Brentford away from home at your Leeds. I'm sorry, James. Uh, Jesse Marsh, the next two or three months, will be running out of excuses in his post-match interviews. He's a great talker. <laughs> but he can't say his team are unlucky every bloody time, mate, I tell you. But um, 235 leads, 345 the draw. Brentford at 285. Brentford's form recently has been extremely sound. And I think they're a good chance to go down the road and get something. So throw it in your bolt as well. Punters at 285. Yeah, they're a great side, Brentford, at the moment. Going very well. So to recap quickly there... Mm. Leicester at home to Brighton. Ken quite keen on Leicester to get a result here, be it the $3.50 for the win or the $1.73 for the double chance. Forest versus Bournemouth. That's down on the south coast, down at Bournemouth. He likes the both teams to score no market there at $1.87. And Brentford to go to Leeds with their tails up and get something out of that game, paying $2.85 for a Brentford win. Some pretty solid plays there. I would have thought, Ken, now the English mm. Championship. What's caught your eye down there? Yeah, a couple of matches. Just just to mention one other game, the Premiership first, James. That's the West Ham United-Everton game. Last chance saloon potentially for both managers here. Um, unbelievable stats around this, actually, everyone. 18, last 18 games at West Ham between these two, two teams. West Ham's only won three of them. It's been six draws and nine times Everton have come away from... Uh, the old Olympic Stadium, what they call it, West Ham Stadium, or you'll know that. Nine times Everton have beaten West Ham United, so away from home, so incredible stat. Not sure they'll do it this time. I think West Ham might might actually get home for their manager. Moyes, I think, has been told, actually, this is his last chance. It was headline news in the paper this morning. So uh, let's hope for David Moyes' supporters. And he's look, he's a very fair football man, I think, isn't he? He always yeah. speaks well and does a good job that uh, he can get a win over Frank Lampard at uh, in London tomorrow. Um, let's go to the championship. Cardiff City and Millwall. Cardiff City and Millwall, James. What's going to happen? Oh, What's going to happen in the crowd? That could be anything. They do not like each other. So at all. this, and uh, I'm just checking. Okay, so, oh, good Lord. This is over in South Wales. Yeah, it is. So there could well be a travelling contingent. Just imagine that megabus from, uh, from London over to Cardiff, about four hours with Millwall supporters. They might put a couple on. That could be uh, that could be pretty rough. They'll be half cut by the time they get there, no doubt. They'll be smuggling their little hip flasks onto the megabus. I would have thought. Oh, they will making their way over to Cardiff. Big game, actually. Uh, the Bluebirds have been struggling they in have. the league, and they've just been hammered by Leeds, as spoken about already. Whereas Millwall are a genuine playoff chance this season under uh, Gary Road, I think, who's doing a good job. This is fascinating, but like you say, don't be surprised if there is a bit of crowd trouble. Oh, I think there will, and the stats around this game, everyone, nine times, the last nine times they played at home uh, at Cardiff, three wins Cardiff, six times the draw, Millwall haven't won once. The odds are $3 Cardiff, $3 the draw, so the draw price is quite low, so everyone's picking a cagey affair, and Millwall at 245 favourites. And on form, as you quite rightly say, that's probably a fair reflection of what the odds should be. However, I think Cardiff can get something here. The, the cut, I've gone for a same game multi, James, with Neds. It's paying $2.24 the odds, and it's take Cardiff in the draw and the double chance into under two and a half goals. So I can see this being 0-0, 1-1, or even 1-0 win to Cardiff. So take Cardiff and the draw and double chance, multi that into same game multi, under 2.5 total goals in the game, 
and you get odds of 2.24. I can see that being very, very tight. And the other one is an absolute beauty. It's on Saturday morning. There's two games Australian time on Saturday morning. Sheffield United take on Hull City. I think Sheffield are at around $1.60, the win price about them. But Burnley playing West Brom and Jalbion. Now, these two teams are the form teams of the championship. West Brom have turned things around big time in the last couple of months. They're on a winning run of note. And I've got a funny feeling. Look, it's odds-related. They're paying $3.60. I think that's undeniable value, albeit to go to Burnley Turf more and get results. It's not going to be easy because Burnley are playing well too. Uh, Burnley at $2.10. They draw around $3.30. So I'm prepared to take a chance on the baggies, making the trip up the road to Lancashire to take on Burnley. Three sixty about them. So... Those are two I sorted out in the championship because I know we were short of time this morning uh, because you're absolutely dying to tell us all about the Scottish FA Cup. Yeah, $3.60 about the baggies, you're right. That's a pretty good price about how they're going, but you are correct. It all pales to the Scottish FA Cup fourth round this weekend and there is much to discuss. Now, just quickly running through, I'll run through the fixtures. Mm. Home side listed first, obviously Celtic v Morton, Kilmarnock v Dumbarton, Linlithgow Rose v Wraith. I know a bloke that used to play for Linlithgow Rose. Yeah, Where meeting. is the, now Linlithgow? Is just north of Edinburgh, isn't it? Is that, is that uh, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, it is kind of outskirts. Outskirts yeah. of Edinburgh. That is yeah. correct. When I, was, when I was doing a bit of coaching of the Irish cricket team, I'm pretty sure we played a game of cricket at Linlithgow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Nice yeah. little club from memory. Yeah, yeah you know, it, it seems like a, a fairly well-to-do sort of an area as well. Mm. Um, mm, that's right. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting one. Aloha Athletic versus Falkirk. Elgin versus Drum Chapel United. Uh, Broth versus Motherwell, Stenhouse Muir versus Livingston, Hamilton Academical versus Ross County, Partick Thistle versus Dunfermline, Inverness Caledonian Thistle versus Queen's Park, Samirin versus Dundee, Cove Rangers versus Ed, Dundee United versus Stirling University, St Johnson versus Rangers, and then we have Hibbs versus Hearts, and the big one, Darvel FC versus Aberdeen. Huge, huge fixture list ahead. Now, what I'll do, Ken, is I've, I've highlighted... Some plays here that I think uh, the punters might be able to take something from. And I'm going to start with the Dumbarton versus Kilmarnock game. I thought the odds here were mm. quite ridiculous in terms of the dollar eight about Kilmarnock. Dumbarton, yeah. uh, they're top of League Two at the moment. They're having a pretty good season. Killy, not so much. They're going to find themselves in relegation trouble, I think, all the way through to the end of this season. Uh, so I'm quite happy to take Dumbarton with a plus three goal head start at a dollar ninety one. Wow, that's a good play. Yeah, so they could they could still lose by two goals there, and you and, still win your bet. And you still win your bet. So mm. I thought that was a bit of value there. Very very happy to play that. I did not mind Partick Thistle paying two dollars ten, which I thought was a good price against Dunfermline. Now this is being played in the west of Glasgow. I can see why the odds are as they are. Now, Partick Thistle are a division ahead of Dunfermline. Dunfermline are having a fantastic season. They're top of League One at the moment. However, their last five or six weeks, where I believe they are unbeaten, they have beaten Peterhead, FC Edinburgh, Kelty Hearts, Arbroath, and they've drawn with Queen of the South. As good a run as they're on, they haven't exactly been beating up on the cream of the lower leagues of Scottish football, and I think Partick Thistle will... Play a pretty good game here, and at two dollars ten, mm. I'm more than willing to have some of that class should shine through. 
Uh, just a couple more quickly. Inverness Caledonian Thistle host Queen's Park up in the Highlands, and you can get $2.05 about the under two and a half total goals here. Mm. They played five days ago. It was, was a nil-all draw. Mm. And the forecast for Inverness this weekend is going to be six degrees and showers. So it's going to be pretty ordinary. I think it might be another KG affair. Queen's Park have improved immeasurably under Owen Coyle this season. Mm. They both, uh, they're both fresh from playing each other. They know... Ideally, they know what to expect, and I think it'll be another KG affair. And then I thought Cove Rangers hosting Air United up in the Highlands as well. Both teams to score, yes, pays $1.62 here. Cove have conceded 14 goals in their last three matches. Mm. They're playing a side which is, uh, I believe they're in the same division. I think Cove are in the championship now. Cove are just as capable of banging them in as well, and I think that's not too bad a price there. Cove, you say, is in the Highlands, so is it? I believe it's up in the Highlands. Okay. I believe it's up in the Highlands, possibly even sort of north coast. Okay. Caithness. Now, I'm going to have to check that. Yeah. So they'll be up by Elgin almost, is that right? North, you say north coast? Well, see, that's that's Aberdeenshire. So maybe yeah. Cove's in Aberdeenshire. Yeah. That could sure. be right. That could be that could be right, actually. That rings a bell. We, we can look in, that up. We can Google this as I, as I give my 10 cents with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm... I'm I'm clearly mad because I've I've looked at the the real short prices here, and I know you've said Dumbarton a chance, but I think Kelly at a dollar oh eight should win. If you go the dollar oh five Celtic to beat Morton into a dollar oh eight Kilmarnock to beat Dumbarton, into Elgin City at a dollar eleven to beat Drum Chapel United, who are from the western part of Glasgow, I see Dundee United, who almost got home for us last week against Hibs. They were the tip last week and. Uh, Last last minute goal, I think, by the opposition got us a two two draw rather than a two one one. You're not done to United. That dollar six against Sterling University in Aberdeen. I mean, Aberdeen should win their dollar six against Darvel. So if you multi all those very short prices up, you get a dollar forty one for the five victories there. And I think that's pretty much just put it on and wait to the back of the tote and collect when they all win because they should really all win. Meanwhile, back of the Atlas, where is uh, Cove, no, it is. It's Aberdeenshire. Is it? In fact, it's actually um, it's kind of on the the eastern yeah. side of that Aberdeenian bulge. Okay, so Fraser Brewery. Yeah, there. kind of around there. Peterhead. Yeah, which would make mm. it close to Montrose, perhaps. Uh, Montrose close is to south Elden, of Aberdeen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Stonehaven, Montrose, and Arbroath. What about Arbroath against Motherwell? That's, I mean, Arbroath last year, from memory, were a real good side, but they haven't quite resembled the same form this season, though, have they? I think they're second from bottom. Okay. Unfortunately, that only lasted for one season. Well, they were one of the favourites to get promoted, quite frankly, at the start of the season. I yeah, just right. wondered whether there was some value at around the 3-1 to one price about them at home to Motherwell, who have also had their issues finding form this season, albeit they have been a bit better lately. Mm. That's the only thing I'd say. Multi those five up, the short prices. Take the dollar forty-one about it. It's pretty short, but you'll be, you'll be winning. Should and be, yeah. um, maybe a little bit of our growth against Motherwell, the double chance price there. Given that Mother were paying a dollar sixty-five to a dollar sixty-seven, double chance would be about two ten, two twenty. So, could be some value there. And I will say this: Morton ten years ago, I believe, knocked Celtic out of the Scottish League Cup. Mm. So there is a little bit of history there. I doubt very much it'll be happening this time around. Just look at the overall tournament winner book, James. No surprises. Celtic at around two twenty-five are favourites. Rangers at three seventy-five are the second favourites. Of course, it's a, it's a draw. It's these are balloted, aren't they? they once these two teams win, they could draw each other in the next round. So something to bear in mind. Uh, Twelve to one about Aberdeen. Twenty to one Hearts. Twenty to one Hibs. Uh, 
as to Livingston and 25 to 1 bar those others who you can guess are the likes of Kilmarnock, Motherwell and Dundee United at 33. So it's the usual suspects at the top of the market. Absolutely it is. Now just uh, just a little bit around this Darville-Aberdeen clash. I find this fascinating. Uh, now there are there's a chasm between the two clubs uh, as you can imagine. Darville though did get the, the ball came out first in the draw therefore they get the right to host this fixture. As we've said, they're the reigning West of Scotland League Premier Division champions, 133 years old. They've spent £50,000 to upgrade the stadium ahead of this game to facilitate the away fans who initially were hoping to bring 2,000. I think they were hoping to cram about 4,000 into this venue uh, from 2,200 before the work was completed. I don't think that's quite going to happen. This is, I should say, televised on Monday night yeah, too is. on BBC, which is quite exciting. So Australia time will be 6.45 in the morning, I think. That's that's right, on uh, on Tuesday morning. Now, they've had to erect a temporary stand, emergency exits, anti-crush barriers and new turnstiles to host this game. They initially planned to hold 1,750 Aberdeen fans, which is a pretty good allocation of, uh, of a capacity of 4,000. The number has been cut uh, to various figures depending on where you read, 500, 700, something along those lines. Don's officials are a little bit concerned about the area that they've been allocated and whether or not it's going to be safe. Now, at the cemetery end of the ground at Darville, they've had to effectively elevate the earth to allow for the Aberdonian fans to stand. They won't be able to sit, unfortunately, and there's a little bit of concern about... Some of the BBC cameras and so forth may be obstructing the line of sight for these Aberdeen fans. A message from Darville went out saying, due to facilities at Recreation Park, there are no seating options available for Aberdeen Football Club supporters. The area in which away fans will be situated is elevated and flat, and those not at the front may not be able to see the pitch. Long way to travel, by Scotland terms. Please bear in mind that the area is not sheltered and will be open to the elements. TV gantries will be in place due to the live broadcast of this match and the one in particular behind the goal at the away end may affect sight lines. £18 for adults, £10 for over 65 and under 16. So it's almost as if they're trying to keep the Aberdeen fans away Away. from this one. So there you go. The uh, Darville chief insisted that the travelling fans will have a fantastic view (laughs) and... I mean, there was an Aberdeen statement in response to all of this, uh, which warned the fans, saying it might be unsafe and uh, you know maybe you shouldn't yeah. travel and so on and so forth. I'd say Aberdeen to that part of the world, it'd be a good, good six-hour drive, wouldn't it? I reckon it would. Six or seven-hour drive. That'd yeah. be south of Glasgow from Aberdeen. Yeah. Um, notable people, famous people who were born in Darville. <laughs> oh, now this I haven't looked at. There's oh. got to be. A, there's got to be a few. I know well, that's one standout, one of the one of the famous ever most famous ever scientists who who founded penicillin. Really, Sir Alexander Fleming. He's was, from Darville. Was born in Darville. Good God, there you go. I can't quite believe that. Actually, I was, yeah. I, was, I was thinking the most notable people would be like about one, but there's there's a there's a few there, quite a few footballers actually. Um, names I hadn't heard of until now. Someone who who um, founded created light fast dye. Yeah, right. Some by the name of Sir James Morton. I mean, Wikipedia's great, isn't it? Oh, it's phenomenal. But yeah, uh, yeah okay. So Darvel's produced Alexander uh, Fleming. Alexander yeah. Fleming. That's incredible. I mean, they're a very healthy bunch in Darvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I oh, know. Unless you're at the cemetery end. 
Yeah. And you're in a bit of trouble like these Aberdeen fans. I will say this. So bringing it all back to what the punters might actually get out of this, if you're still with us, <laughs> have a go at this. Darvel versus Aberdeen, both teams to score, yes, is paying $3.80. That's a big price. I mean, Why the hell not? Yeah, because the head-to-head is $1.06 Aberdeen and Darvel, I think, were 33-1 to 1 to win the game. Yeah. So obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, but they could nick a goal. And yeah. um Look, if you're Darvel's manager, sure you're saying to your boys, let's you know, let's go back to the old five three two formation. Five up front, let's have a crack, guys. Yeah. I tell you this this could very well happen. They just go hell for leather the yeah. first twenty minutes. They get one early. Yeah. The crowd goes absolutely wild. And then Aberdeen probably win it five one, six one. Well, I know what I'm doing on Tuesday morning at six forty five. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, this, I'll be watching this. This is gonna be an absolute belter. Aye. So uh thank you, Ken. We might leave it there. I think we will. But uh, plenty to look I'll tell you, forward to. I was, was going to add something again from a Scot with a Scottish flavour. I know you love the, the Scots. Um, their humour is unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, and, yeah. and I've, I've just started watching a Scottish comedy show called Still Game. Have you ever watched it? No. I think it's on Netflix. It's had about nine series. I always looked on IMDb, you know, that review site. It's 8.9 out of 10 points. And I was tipped it the other night in a certain establishment where you have a couple of beers and... I've just started watching the last few days. It is very, very funny. So, punters, get out there. Have a look at Netflix called Still Game. I'd actually go to about Series 3 or Series 4. They start to hit their straps a bit more. The first couple of series are a bit, bit plain. But it's very funny. And, and, and if you know Scotland and know Scottish <laughs> humour, as you do, <laughs> you'll absolutely lap it up. I have to check it out. They're hilarious. It's very self-deprecating lot, the Scots. That's the one. Thank you, Ken. We'll speak to you again next weekend. And until then, happy punting.